This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every single week, we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Monty. Carrie Ann, we're back and... Man, I'm excited about our guest today because he's going to help me and everybody else listening, if they pay attention to him, not get burned out. Yes. And that sounds exciting. And we got Mr. Jason Hoover in the house as well. Thank Woo-woo. you, Jason, hey. for being here. I love my shirt. Look what Mr. Hoover gave me. Well, that's nice. I love it. Nice or what? You've been wearing it for the last three weeks. <laughs> that's how no, much I, I like actually, it. I actually bought it, and uh, it's an extra large. Okay. Uh, did not say it was slim fit, so when I put it on, I looked like a six-month-old or six-month pregnant man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this ain't happening. Ah, I think it's sharp. I like for, that Fortunately, black and white. I, I benefited from his... Uh, concern about his <laughs> <laughs> that is okay but before we get started yes. and talk about how we're not going to get burnout this year i'm all about that yeah. in 2022 let's talk about our amazing sponsor so very grateful for music city removal they are the number one junk removal service in nashville for residential commercial and construction they're experts in ridding you of junk their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses so whether you need a full clean out or just one unremoved they have you covered The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. You just, just, you just can't get to, wait to get to that part. I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but watch, this is so funny. I'm watching you watch me read when I wasn't reading. I had it memorized. That's where I got a little confused. So, I, But I was I turned over and I was memorizing because you were too I many. I don't take the chance. You know? We've only been saying this a I few few years. We're I so know, very grateful for, for uh, Music City Removal. Yes. Um, yes. So also, who's in the house? Dr. Dr. Frank Margella. Yeah. yeah. It's good Our, to be back. Yes, yeah, good, good to have you here, man. Thank you. You know, if anybody needs to be equipped not to get burned out, it's Jason and I. Can you give us some tidbits? You know? <laughs> I got some good stuff. Nothing more exciting than having the position in life that you have, or you're responsible for a couple hundred people. You can't tell them what to do, but you're responsible for everything they do do, and in a crazy environment called real estate sales. But I am so grateful. I've never had some more fun in my life, really, truly. I may whine once in a while when something stupid happens, but... I am on a quest to raise the bar in our industry, and we're surrounding ourselves here. Jason, I know you agree with this, that we are attracting some amazing, amazing professionals that are going to help us raise that bar so that the things that some of these high-tech companies are trying to do, and that is put us in a corner that we're not an unneeded extra expense, that we're truly the advocate that is helping the consumer do, do their get the, have their best experience in the real estate uh, buying and selling mode, mm-hmm. and that's that's my passion. That's my hope for my legacy. But any driv- driver out there, you know, because you talk about um, the disc test, and mm-hmm. you know, so if you're a driver out there, we're like it's a new year, we're gonna get out there, we're gonna make it happen, and then if we don't plan to 
kind of creates a balance and some, you know, health <laughs> focus on our health, um, we're burnt out. I yeah. mean, it happened yeah. to me, you know, last year, that's for sure. So the, the planning is a little different this year. So I'm excited to hear how you can help us manage that lack of burnout. I'm excited too. What's that I know saying, you know a lot about you it. fail to plan, you plan to fail? Plan to fail. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I taught about that today. Do you know, did you see the movie King Richard? Yeah. Was that not so good? I haven't seen it. Oh, that you're, you're, you can't let the girls watch it yet because there's got some swear words <laughs> in it. But as I was like, hey, Aubrey, watch this movie. I'm like, hey, not so much. <laughs> that was a bad, bad move on my part. But it was all about Venus and Serena Williams' dad who created this plan for his girls. Um, and talk about a plan. It was all about visualization and, um, you know, structure and wow. um, boundaries. Like he literally was like, they're not working out today. They're going to Disney World, you know, and they do not. Do you know they know four languages? Oh, wow. I didn't know four that. languages. I mean, um, wow. focused on making sure that they were well-rounded girls because wow. you saw one of the girls, um, which we won't say her name, but. She was 18 and she got arrested for drugs oh. and not his girls, a different tennis player. And he said, not my girls. That's not happening. They're out. And he like put the boundaries up because he said he wanted to. So planning is so key. And if we don't plan ahead, you know, would definitely, you know. Yeah, this fail. is a business that kind of sweeps you away. You yeah. Know? I mean, it really sweeps you away. It yeah. can. And the tail suddenly wagging the dog. That's why our agents have heard me talk about miracle morning for real estate agents for so long because it's a way of getting Huge. up a little earlier make sure you've got a foundation underneath you and it really is so helpful and otherwise you can, it's easy to get lost in the battle it really is it truly is I mean, you can have a plan and once and next thing you know you're out there in the middle of the battle and just firing away just yeah. trying to stay above mm -hmm. you know, trying to stay alive so frank really. how well, talk to us man what's uh what's the secret here so you guys were already kind of talking about number one i think is remembering your why because if you don't, then you don't remember why you're doing what you're doing. Like mm -hmm. I, for me, I got into chiropractic because my father passed away at a young age. I've seen my mom have cancer. And I just said, I want to help people avoid this situation. I, I don't want to see other parents have that happen. I just don't want people to end up in that situation. So um, on top of that, when I go in the office every day, I got this little Rocky quote on, on my windowsill. And I have a don't quit uh, poem if you guys know the don't quit poem sitting there and I read that every morning before I start my day because wow. it's kind of like my mantra and it just kind of gets me into the zone mm -hmm. I played football a long time played a lot of sports so it's kind of like mm -hmm. it focuses me on Love what it. I'm doing yeah, you know it's interesting how we can use other people in our lives to either pull us towards what they're doing or propel us away from them and my father was not a good example and he's he's always been a reminder of mine though that I don't want to do what my end up like my father did and go down the path he did so i do yeah. take care of myself i do try to you know grow constantly in every way and especially health wise so i'm excited about hearing and i believe and i agree a, a thousand percent the why has got to help you stay centered and stay focused so off of what <clears throat> jason was saying though you know like we put a plan together but then we fall off mm -hmm. because of just life or the business etc would you think and probably where you're going to talk about this is maybe planning for when that does happen to mm -hmm. like how to get how the bounce back occurs because i think a lot of people don't know how to get back on the train mm -hmm. like we yeah. fell off right and then they wait another day and then they wait another day and then it's gone so long that we just don't even know how to you know get right. back up type of thing so keep talking so that that leads me <laughs> right into number two you i gotta, love it hey <laughs> you gotta set realistic expectations okay 
So everybody at the beginning of the year typically plans their year. You know, they have goals, they have things they want to do. In my business, it's health, and a lot of people are, are doing weight loss for their New Year's right. goals. There's actually a day, this year it was January 15th, it's called Ditch Your New Year's Resolutions Day. Yeah. And a lot of people halfway through January give up on their New Year's goals because either A, they didn't have structure, or B, they didn't think they were getting results. And it happens to so many people, 90% of people don't accomplish their New Year's goals, but also some people put so much unrealistic expectations on new year's that they can't possibly achieve it anyway mm-hmm. like, i'm gonna you you know i'm gonna be jacked in the next two weeks you know i'm gonna look like arnold schwarzenegger in two weeks mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't work like right. that right. you know you got to really know okay what, what you know if i have underlying health conditions what's my age where am i starting at like have some realistic goals that you can accomplish because if you don't accomplish those goals at all then you really don't mm-hmm. want to go through mm-hmm. with them. They so, work against you. After yeah, that so then you just kind of give up because you don't have it. So like with our office, we have structured plans to help people with their health goals, whether it's weight loss, whether it's chiropractic or whatever they're trying to do. Um, and you need somebody there to guide you. You need a family, you need a friend, you need a doctor, you need a mentor, you need somebody there that you can kind of work mm-hmm. with because um, that leads me to really um, the next one is you got to switch things up as well. Like you can't have the same monotonous day Mm. ahead of you. You have to switch things up. So you have to switch up. Like if you're working out, you got to switch up your workouts. If you do the same workouts, you're not going to grow. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to get, you know, if you're trying to train for a marathon or whatever it is, um, you got to give yourself new challenges and don't remember, you know, don't forget to write down the positive things that happen as well. Like really write down the positive things that happen in your day because a lot of people focus on the negative. Oh, I didn't make that sale. Um, I, you know, I didn't get that client or whatever's going on. Like focus on the, the wins too because there's typically a lot more wins and you focus on the one or two losses and that over, that over you know, stimulates what you're trying to really accomplish. I love that. You just gave me a really good idea <laughs> that I'm going to use because you're right. I mean, we... we do get home and we bitch and moan about this or that and we mm-hmm. forget to raise the glass or celebrate the thing that celebrate really went, went mm-hmm. so good you know and there are so many if you stay so busy there are some greatness you know in the mix of those few things that possibly could go could go wrong yeah so. always always bringing that attitude of gratitude into it you know more and more often i'm trying to go to bed at night with listing the top 10 things for that day that I'm really grateful for. And it just sets a whole different mindset, I think, for better sleeping, personally. You're focused on that instead of, you know, something that really pissed you off during the Mm -hmm. day or something. But there's there's so many things we take for granted because we put that whole emphasis on that loss maybe that day without considering all those good things. Right. Smart. Last night, as an example, I'm sorry for almost interrupting you you there, Frank. You know, right now we're working as a company, we're encouraging our agents to come up with their one word. Yes. You know, you've heard us talk about that. I got mine. I was literally, and in looking at the list, no offense, my my brother, Jason Hoover, when I saw data, <laughs> guess, guess. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> you know, but no. Your words, data? Yeah. yeah data. I love it. He data. loves the data. That's his love language. It is. Okay? That's his love language. I didn't language. know if you were going to tell me D stands for blank, A <laughs> no. stands for blank, data. T. No, data. Just, no. To, just to let you know, we're such data geeks, data geeks, whatever you want to call it, is that uh, uh, in my previous life, uh, when I was in corporate, I actually had a cake made for my boss with a spreadsheet. <laughs> I love it. So you want to bring more data into your world? 
The data it means, you know, he's on track. The data means he's accomplishing what he wants I to accomplish. See. That's okay. his I like language. that. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what say, gets measured gets changed, and you don't know your business unless you know your numbers. Yeah. So I just want to dive in deeper to my data. No, I mean, I thought that was cool. I'm getting but him. I'm, but I'm, I'm not lo- going to tell him what I'm getting him, but just wait till you know when I'm going to get him. I'm looking at this. So, so I asked Chrissy, I said, look, you said, you know, I, th- I, you know we, I, I shared on my, yesterday's huddle call the words, you know, but what I asked Chrissy for, can you give me who's come up with that word? And then that's oh, where sure. I got the time from. Y'all got Jason's on data. I knew that. You know, I almost said something yesterday. You didn't skull. even need to know his I name next know, to but, it. But that's not why I asked for it. I said, can you also send me any of the backstory that people shared as to why they oh, chose a particular yeah. word. I was literally sitting there. I know you can't, no offense, Jason. I know you can't relate to this. I was sitting there last night in tears, mm-hmm. okay, in my office by myself, reading these um, incredible stories, mm-hmm. okay, why they felt like this one word was what, you know, God spoke to them mm-hmm. uh, that they were supposed to embrace. And some of the stories, I mean, some of our folks have gone. We just we, we fail so often to rec- realize what somebody sitting next to us because they're ge- keeping a smile on their face what they're going through. But anyway, mm-hmm. if you haven't read the one word book, do that because it's it's really powerful. It's a forty five minute read, even for me, and I'm a slow reader. Mm-hmm. And, and I do want to yeah. say I have a heart, everybody. I really do. <laughs> he does. Contrary to what Monty no, says. No, no, no. It's not that I, I thought you don't have a heart, but you're just more a matter of fact, and we balance each other out. Because sometimes I, I'm too, you know, I'm too sensitive. Sometimes I, I am think, you know. emotionally detached a lot of times. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you for you? There you go. Okay, but but your wife, you know, balances you guys out really well. But I love the oh, yeah. challenge I of the one word. <laughs> that challenge of the one word that you taught us a few mm-hmm. years back mm-hmm. has been great. My word is decide. Mm. decide to not let fear take over me decide to just accomplish whatever i put out to do you know just make a decision i mean mm-hmm. talking in myself in circles and circles mm-hmm. and not even functioning you know it just keeps me in my little box mm-hmm. here so you know and and deciding to put a plan together to not get burnout because mm-hmm. last year was difficult you know yeah. and i didn't like what it did to my health i didn't like what it did to my mindset you know, it just, you aren't you anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. like an alien takes over your body. Well, and you like, start playing defense too much rather than offense, you know? Yeah, Growth and you just can't get a breath. Like, you just can't mm-hmm. get up, you know, and it's, it's pushing you down. So we talked about our why, which is huge. We talked about, um, you know, changing up your routine. I think that's key because you're right. We do the same thing over and over again, and we kind of get bored mm-hmm. to a point you know, and I love that you said we broke um, people fall off the wagon here this past <laughs> weekend because that's what I posted this morning because that's what I was told. You know, I was like, let's prove him wrong. You know, let's yeah. keep going. Um, for nothing else, you know, we just need to be healthier, right? Like just move. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going to do, just move, right? Because I think that's going to help all mm-hmm. of us, you know, as we continue to hopefully end this pandemic here soon enough. <laughs> what was your second one that you said? So we had... Um Set realistic expectations. Yeah, as well. I love that. Yeah, set realist. I mean, I love a good push goal. Do you do you do you actually set a, a numbers goal? I mean, because your numbers are amazing. Do you, do you, what was your number last year that you set, and what did you accomplish? Well, I wanted to hit um, at least a certain number, mm-hmm. and I knew it was going to be less than the previous year. Um, and I was I was a little off on that, but again, that was a push goal. So I was still super proud of myself, you know, with what we were able to accomplish with all the amazing real estate agents out you, there. When you set a goal, you're calling it a push goal. I set a goal, stretch goal, and a dream goal. Where, where were you at in the goal setting? Yeah, where where we accomplished? No, what I'm saying is, I break it down in three. Mm-hmm. I have a goal, a stretch goal, and a dream goal. 
Mm-hmm. Is that how you look at goals or are you just looking at one number? Yeah, the push goal is my stretch goal, I guess, okay. you know, pushing myself okay. to over mm-hmm. the limit or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think it is a situation where I, I want to hit no less than, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also have big dreams to, to do, you know, something, something different. But um, be realistic. You know, I talked to some loan officers today and they've got amazing goals. And, and I just want to look at them um, and they said to me, well, you know, I'm not ready or I'm not going to be able to do that. And I said, yet, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that, but yet you can do that, you Mm -hmm. know? And Mm -hmm. she said, well, you know, you said that so many years ago. I said, if I could take 10 years off of me waiting 10 more years to decide to go pro in my business or decide it's like, we can make that decision today. You know, let's, let's try to do that. So, um, but yeah, very blessed. Last year we helped um, 975 families. So, um, 70 families less than the previous year, but it was still an amazing, amazing accomplishment. And my goals is to be purchase centric. So, um, right, super right. grateful for the 85% purchase business, um, in a market that did not like mortgages. Yeah. It was a cash driven market. <laughs> so really that grateful for that, you know? Yeah. So, um, but so setting proper expectations, no, not to get, um, you know, too overwhelmed with the same, same old, same old. I think, I think that one is so critical with agents because you can get so discouraged. Your goal can end up working against you if you're not careful. So that realistic part matters. But um, this is, I think it was a good segue just for a second here, a side trip here, Jason, on talking for a second about the uh, 12 week year. Mm -hmm. Have you read the 12 week year yet? No. Okay. So that really falls in line with that because the, the challenge is when you are, you get off your, you're, it's January and you're ready to throw in the towel already, yeah. you know, because you're thinking, oh, hell, there's no hell, way in hell I'm going to be able to do this, you know, between now and December. Ice cream the, really looks better the, than the, this broccoli. The, the 12-week year breaks your year into 12-week segments. Okay. Okay. So you look at the month more like the week and the week more like the day. Okay. okay. And so each day suddenly has a whole new meaning to it. But the point is, it also gives you four years of opportunity, okay? That you, you, you break down your goal in, in, quad, in quads, obviously. Okay. But now you're more driven to, to those. You want to explain it, Jason? I know you, you're better probably equipped than I am. Because he's full of the data. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's well, going to turn me on to the book is what I was saying. Yeah, and it, it just helps. You know, you're right. You're on the right track. It, it's definitely, it just chunks it down for you. So you, it's bite-sized pieces. Okay. And that it also gives you checkpoints uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that mm-hmm. you're still on track so that you're not, you know, halfway through the year and you're not even close to mm-hmm. hitting your annual goal. Mm-hmm. So uh, by chunking it down, it becomes more powerful Um to you and it impacts your business because your 12 week year, if you, if you blow it, okay, well that year's gone, mm-hmm. right? Instead yeah, of right. waiting the whole year right. and then saying, Oh shoot. Cause the human brain can't, has a hard time really embracing, you know, 12 months, 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you the nice thing, up. nice thing about breaking yeah. that up <clears throat> is that if you do fail, yeah. you know, you've got, okay, I've got an, a fresh year coming right up, you know, behind it here and I can hit yeah. it hard and make up for it then. And it's mm-hmm. human nature yeah. because we are instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? So, and it, it kind of plays into that. Um, and I know they did studies in cells. Um, you know, I know we're not in cells, but, you know, like, you know, I come from the uh, used car business where sure. they would have bonuses where it was a fast start, fast finish. So the fast start, you get a bonus on how many units you sell. 
until halfway through the month, then you'd have the a second bonus if you finish off. And then you also had the monthly oh, bonus. Oh, I see. So you get halfway in your bonus, you get a bonus. Yeah. So it's like you had so many different opportunities mm-hmm. to get a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, it, it's in the same concept that instead of waiting a whole year for a bonus and then a trap door happens and you don't get anything. Uh, yeah, I've been there. That really stunk. But, mm-hmm. you know, you wait 52 weeks for your bonus and then you don't even get it. Yeah, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It, it's well, and they've done the, the studies on it. It's not as motivating. Sure. Well, if you apply those certain principles to your business and chunk it down mm-hmm. to where you can have those wins, mm-hmm. you know, multiple wins right. within the year, you're just going to do better. Well, one thing that they analyzed in, that, in, their, in their data was that people had a better December typically than they did, you know, a, a February or March or something like that because it was crunch time. There was yeah. a dead end. There was a time limit to mm. it within ra- range. Okay, I've got thirty days, or, or you know, back it up. I've got forty-five days. When we talk about goal setting, in starting in October, because we want to get people thinking that way, you know. But anyhow, uh, continue. I just on. thought it was because they couldn't find houses, and then they finally <laughs> found one at the end. That's how I looked at it, thinking because we had a great, they found uh, a you know, great December. That's what I was. But I think you're onto something. You know, I love that idea because you know there are some people that are self motivated. We can get up in the morning, we can look at the plan, Mm -hmm. we can register the plan, and we can execute on the plan. Mm -hmm. There's other people that struggle with that a little bit, you know, and that's kind of why there's coaches, there's mentors, there's brokers, you know, to help kind of move everybody. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, keeping it simple is, you know, so If it's not simple, it won't get done. Right. Simple, simple, simple. What do they say? Kiss. Keep it simple. Stupid. Or serious. <laughs> I changed it. Keep I was, was going to say, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you. we do that. So I, I'm in my office with a couple of doctors. One of the other doctors actually has, he has a couple of offices. He's been in business longer than me. So I meet with him um, just about weekly, but we just set our goals for the year. And he's taught me a lot about the business side of it. You know, like you have to know what you're good at and where you need to work on. So just like you have to have the people around you that are good at certain things, like I need somebody at the front desk to schedule the appointments. You know, I need somebody to help me do the therapies on my patients. I need somebody to put up the lipo laser paddles on somebody or do, do laser treatments or sure. decompression. I can't do all that. There's been times where when I first started in practice and, you know, I had some sick employees or whatever, and right. I, I would have to do that. You, you know, somebody told me a long time, you have to delegate to elevate. And if you don't have those people in place and you're, and as a doctor, if I'm scheduling the appointments, taking the payments, calling the patients, right. doing the other, I can't, I can't elevate my practice. I can't help more people. So I have to know what I need to put these people in place. And the guy that I work with, we, we just talked about these goals. So we set our goals and, you know, last year I grew the practice, um, even though it was still kind of a tough year with everything. And then this year we have goals, but again, they're, they're not unrealistic. They're just really just doing a little bit better yeah. each month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having patients when they're, when they're done, just talking to them. A lot of people think, oh, no pain you know, I'm done, but life does, goes on. You still, you sit at a desk all day, you drive in a mm-hmm. car all day, you, you know, you might be flying around the country doing, doing jobs that you have to do. And it's important to periodically come in and get adjusted. That's something that we talk about. So those are the kind of things that we're looking at. Where's like, basically like, do I have holes in my bucket? Where are the holes in the bucket? And you got to patch the holes. Do you realize? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's uh, a song. One, one I love thing, that. One thing with that in mind, another book. I'm a book monster. Oh, man, you know? look at us. We're twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Goodness. So, How so long have Bonnie and I been together? Yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. Did you pull that up as well? I did. I just pulled just, it up. When he, when he started talking that yeah. way? Oh, I was like, I'm we're sorry, let you we're on the same Have like you it. read the book? I just started it. I did too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who Not How? Is that the book? Yeah. yeah. Who Not How? What's by, that one about? By, uh, you guys need to get it. It's really good. Yeah, it really is. Because it, it talks about Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. As great as he was, he wasn't a success until he had surrounded himself I mean, first he had a, an amazing personal coach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they brought in Scottie Pippen. And, of course, he had an amazing coach, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. on, the, on the court. But that, it wasn't until that was brought together to surround the him, like you're talking and, about him, yeah. to, uh, you know, it, it's so relevant. You mm -hmm. know, well yeah, I mean, it's not about how we're solving the problem. It's about yeah. who can help us, you know. And right. so it's so yeah, important. And you us. guys are, and many people that um, are in the real estate business have amazing leaders, mentors, brokers. You know, that's a who that will help you go to, mm -hmm. I mean, this is a great recruiting book, right? Because, you know, you want to surround yourself with people who, who can help you go to the, to the next level, right? Right? And, uh, yeah. and elevate your business in however uh, Jason you want to do Hoover it. was a who. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it wasn't a how for me because I had, I, you know, I could only do so much. Mm -hmm. And when Jason Hoover came in to, our, to my world, he became a very, very important who to help you know, help now, you know, take us to a next level. Mm -hmm. I mean, it comes down to even who's encouraging you, you know, like, I mean, if you think about the person who came up with that concept didn't write that book. No, yeah. Dan Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, it was. Dan Sullivan. That was it was his concept, though. Right, right. Yeah, yeah so he, didn't, he didn't even write a word. He didn't even the write the book, book because, because he, had he had delegated it yeah. to the who. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, exactly. Ghostwriter. Yeah, or no, I mean, somebody on his team. He, you know. Yeah, he took oh, okay. the notes from him and he wrote it. Wrote mm -hmm. the whole book in yeah. a third party with his concept. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great book because you're right. It's it's not about it's just about surrounding yourself you know we're mm -hmm. putting a plan together but if you really have a goal you know and decide what your strengths and weaknesses are mm -hmm. and go mm -hmm. back to the 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 the, the disc test you know and figure out how you can fill the, the holes like you were saying i was being silly because we're parents and we know that song <laughs> um, but you know fill, fill the holes yep keep going so all right number four is i think is really important and i've we've talked about this before you as humans, we have to unplug to recharge. Mm -hmm. And what that means is we have to say, okay, at the end of the day, I can't be answering emails till midnight because I, you know, I feel like I have to do all this stuff and I can't get up then at 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning and immediately answer those emails sure. again. You have to know when it's time to unplug. And that also means when you can take a little bit of time off or step away, you know, take a vacation or even just like a long weekend because if you don't, you are going to burn out, mm -hmm. guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And the way that... Like I know this market, I'm not a realtor, but man, this market is crazy. So I know that you guys are probably dealing with this 24 seven, mm -hmm. but you gotta find a way to kind of balance it. Cause again, if you start the day off where you're on somebody else's agenda, you are now using the wrong parts of your brain and your day is not gonna go mm -hmm. where it should go. Your stress level's already here and you haven't even made the office yet. And it's just gonna take mm -hmm. a little bit more to get you over the edge. If you go and start the day off, you have a good workout, you eat some breakfast, you, you know, do some meditation, read the Bible, do something for you and then get to your day. You're gonna have such a better success mm -hmm. rate you think you're going to have a better day when you start working right away. It's not always about how many hours you put in. It's the quality of the time mm -hmm. that you put in at mm -hmm. that work. And just don't wear yourself out. You know, take those vacations. Take the time that you need with your family. Um, you know, do those things that, that you enjoy because you work so hard 
take some time and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah, we learned that with, you know, COVID life is really too short. You know, I always said, well, when I retire, <laughs> as I look at him, <laughs> when I retire, you know, I'm going to do this, this and this, but you just, life is too short. We need to start implementing, you know, the important things in life. And so a, a activity I did with the office, I said, what's important to you? Maybe it's, you know, wanting to go on that two week vacation. Maybe it's in wanting to go to church every Wednesday. Maybe it's date night that you want to do. Maybe it's, you know, wanting to make sure I'm home enough to pick my daughter up, whatever the important thing is for you you need to you know implement that you know he talks about in the book um are you playing checkers or are you playing chess mm -hmm. like are you playing like you said you wake up and all of a sudden you're playing somebody else's game like you take back control like yeah. you make the move right like they're playing your game which i think was really powerful when i said that to a point where i brought a checkers board in and a chess board into the office today to try to make my uh you know the to the uh, scenario there but i think that's um key to what you're looking at right here Oh, that's that's beautiful. Is that where? Those are my hairy legs. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't know what was going on there. <laughs> that's a fishing pole right there. There you go. Okay, that's the lake behind the house that Connie and I bought in Florida. Love it. Okay? Yes. So I can't be there, but I can, I'm, you know, I'm visualizing. Usually there. Every once in a while, I look at this. Okay, that lake looked really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that is because awesome. Because you got to take that mental break, you know, so one way or the other. Either physically and or mentally or at least mentally. I look at this every day. I wish I had, you know, didn't look like I was weird, like a grasshopper no, sitting there with Now that I know what it is, you're totally legs, fine. You know? There's a girl named Amy Porterfield, and I listen to her a lot, and she's great. She worked for uh, Tony Robbins for years, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But she talked about the four-day, you know, taking only working four days a week. And I was like, you know maybe that could work not so much totally in my business but what if I took one day off a month on a Friday you know and start there to nothing else but read have time to read the book to have time to possibly go to a spa for me right or possibly listen to a podcast you know that I never have time to do just to like you said unplug mm -hmm. um you're the you know, someone may want to sit and drink a bottle of wine. Another may want to listen to podcasts. You know, you do you for you, whatever works best, but truly taking the time. You know, this is a year to create balance for me. Um, I'm going to spoil my mom rotten this year, and I'm going to really do that. I don't, I've never taken a vacation more than four days, you know, to be able to go out and, and really take some time and enjoy and create those memories. Hopefully it'll um, bring some excitement back, you know, after being unplugged. So good stuff. Well, that's kind of like what we do now at the office, the way with the pandemic, we were still open, but we cut our hours down just to try to try to condense things. But as last year came around, we ended up not being open on Tuesdays. So okay. now we just do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I find that I'm able to do those things on a Tuesday that I normally doesn't get done during the week. Oh, cool. And so we do some stuff with the staff in the morning. We'll do some training and things like that. But then basically I have the rest of the day to go if I need to go to the dentist. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've been able to do now with, with my kids, I go eat lunch with them a lot. I'll go volunteer at their school. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm about to take them to practice here you know, later today. And I can go take them to practice, hang out there and be a part of these things because I, I don't want to miss out on these things. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're my daughter, one of them seven, one of them's about to be 11. And you only get so much time mm -hmm. with them. And I don't want to waste that. And one of the things of the pandemic, I realized I need to spend more time with my kids because it's, it's limited. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a strong relationship 
from doing that and I'm able to do a lot of things on a Tuesday or even like go grocery shopping and like no one's there. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to go and not have to be rushed and no one's bothering me and I can just go and, and do something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, like I'll do like today, like we'll do the podcast today or I have my own podcast, Sporting Good Posture, and I'll, I'll record episodes of that. Like it gives me a chance to do those things other than being a doctor you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it gets me out of that mode which is nice I look back Jason I live vicariously through you you didn't realize you took me on your vacation last year <laughs> 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 when you went to uh, a road trip yeah but how fun like I mean to think like that might have been stressful on top of you know chaos but talk about like focus on family you yeah. know and just a real mm-hmm. you know that's the best trip ever yeah it really was you know I give I give all credit to Mindy on that one because uh you know, three of the four people that were on that trip weren't really that excited about it, you know, being 10 days in a car together. Right. Uh, but it turned out to be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you saw it, you know, you saw the, the fun and just the beauty that what you were able to see, you know, and yeah. and just stuff like that. And just made me start to plan for for next year. As Your in this kids year. will never forget that. You know? No, none of us will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to share something really quick, what you're, <clears throat> you brought me back. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a believer in uh, keeping reminders. And so this is a yes. picture I uh, fortunately took of my office when I was... Uh, I was concerned you were going to show us your hairy legs <laughs> like Monty did. <laughs> no. But I took it and every once in a while I look at it and it's, a, it's just a picture of my office of how bland and how... Dr- I mean, there wasn't a window in right. the place. But if yeah. you notice, it's brown... Yeah. Brown, yeah. On brown on brown. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No color in the picture. No guys. color. And that's yeah. where I spent uh, 10 plus hours every single day and sometimes on oh, Saturdays. Are you kidding? No. It was in show there. The, show our viewers. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Nothing. That's, that's literally everything that I saw. And there's no music, there's nothing. You could hear people typing. Really? For, yeah. So the whole time. So that kind of motivates me. And, you know, every once in a while, I, I love what I do. Yeah. And I love my life. It's a life that I have created. And, and that's why you know, I was going to say, and I'm tying this back in, is that I would say unplugging is my hardest thing. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult to unplug, and you need to. Yeah. I get it. Um, even when we go on vacation, I know, you know on, our, on our anniversary trip, we, it was kind of a working anniversary. They, they took a picture sitting together, both of them working. <laughs> yeah, and Monty even told me to stop texting him. He's like, leave, he's like, leave me alone. So, yeah. But, but yeah, it's, I that's, think, that's yeah. hard for people. Mm-hmm. It is. But at least you were gone. Like the hardest thing is even you made the step to least at least leave. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the drivers we don't even leave. Like mm-hmm. and then we woke up and we was like, we should have done something. Why didn't we do anything? You know, and just just by maybe waking up in a different place maybe can rejuvenate or yeah, kind of learn well, well, things. And, and just to be you know completely transparent, we went as scouting places to invest. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was, it was still work-related awesome. on an anniversary. <laughs> Maybe you could write it off then. <laughs> learn from the old guy, guys. Tax okay? deduction. <laughs> learn from the old guy. Time goes way too fast. Yeah. You know, your little girl's sitting out here waiting for you right now. Yeah. Uh, you blink, you turn around, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> my, my daughter is now 44 years old. Wow. You know, and, this, and my son just had a birthday yesterday, my middle son, he's 42, and my youngest son is 38 years old. You know, and I've got eight grandkids and I've got two great grandkids. I mean, just like that. I mean, if it wasn't for me looking in the mirror on occasions and wondering who the old guy is looking <laughs> back, I wouldn't feel like I was old enough to even have these kids, mm-hmm. you know. But so it, it really does go so quickly. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask, why, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, truly, why am I doing this? One, one, one thing that's always helped me over the years 
whenever I did, um, you know, take a pause was every good woodsman takes time to sharpen his axe. You know, mm-hmm. we yes. forget about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. I'm too busy cutting this tree down. You know, I don't have time to sharpen my axe. And it's a, that's a good analogy, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also we want to, if you want to be very, very successful, you can. So like some people like, oh, you work like, like you said, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm excited to hit big goals. I'm excited to help as many families. That's okay for me. But I also can add some fun and joy. Yeah. You know, the other thing is find joy. Did, did Connie keep that as her word, joy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. You know, find joy in, in your day, every day. There's something joyful, you know, and, and continue. But, you know, some people go, how can I do it all? You can if you if you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just creating that balance, you know. But that goes back to the, you know, again, a who, not not what or what was the was the go word? back to the book Mike. Yeah, go back to the book go back anyhow, to the book. it's surrounding yourself with those people yeah the who not how yeah. Yeah. Who not, yeah well not frank do we have to, there's is that one good? more all right what is that and one it's, and it's a question i'm going to ask you what do you think is your greatest asset and i'll give you the answer that i think is the is the real answer oh there's a real there's not a, there's a right <laughs> answer <laughs> who do you think is your greatest asset or what what do you, what? What do you think greatest? is your greatest asset Jason, you got the data. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I want to say that um, whatever I come with, up with is probably going to be a double-edged sword um, because, you know, I would say work ethic. I mean, it, it really depends on how are we, are, are we compartmentalizing that and like family work, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, um, I love the question. It's like, but. Hmm. So think greatest about, asset, think? yeah my greatest asset would be um well for me i think i would think i would go back to raising a really good kid you know See, like that's where i went first and i'm like well but are we talking professionally mm-hmm. personally because i was thinking first is yeah definitely it's our uh, legacy mm-hmm. yeah the legacy piece there you know i, I kind of uh, she's having some difficulties in school right now and you know she raises her hand doesn't get called on she raises her hand doesn't get called on and she's struggling with this person and that person and you know da 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 and i say you know what that's going to happen your entire yeah. life yeah. right and you yeah. just continue to raise your hand and you continue and so watching her grow into somebody that has confidence you know that has maybe the same drive and work ethic that's joyful who leads with her heart and and wants to help you know others i think is is same way you're raising yours and and you've raised yours but what is the real answer (laughs) what about you monty what do you think well i I think for me personally it's it's um i mean again i i know i'm a workaholic i get that i wouldn't want to retire tomorrow if i if somebody dropped me you know know, 10 million dollars on my plate my my what empowers me is the idea of leaving a legacy to I want and I tell this to the agents sometimes I want you remembering the tall gray-haired guy that made a difference in your life because at the end of the day you know I was able to affect a certain number of lives in real estate biggest asset in their lives but now that we have 200 plus agents we're going to you know this year do over 2,000 transactions that's 2,000 lives 2,000 families where they create their grand grandest Mm -hmm. dreams and so forth so for me it's the empowerment I get of the idea of truly living like it's not about the money i don't have any money it's mm-hmm. b- but about yeah. it's about the empowerment of a legacy mm-hmm. impact legacy. how, how impact. much of an impact when my kids know that about me mm-hmm. and, and it's good. all cool i got a great relationship with them and so forth but yeah do i need to take more time you know, looking at my hairy legs on that lake <laughs> i will in, in, in person i'm going to start doing that you know but it's the legacy that uh, is my greatest asset so my personal opinion on this is i think health is your greatest asset mm-hmm. 
because all the things you guys mentioned, you can't do if you don't have your Oh, health. that's true. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's the biggest factor in your life because you can't go on those vacations right. if you don't have your health because mm-hmm. you're not able to do that, whether it's physically or mentally, um, you know, taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. If you're not there to do that for your daughter and help her out, and you don't have your health, you're mm-hmm. not going to be there for right. it like, like you wanted to. Or even help yourself. And right. Even I mean, like, that's you the know, key. you like to put in a lot of hours at work. If you don't have your health, you're not going to be able to put those kind right. of hours away. Right. So to me, that's what I think is the greatest asset. My grandmother always said, question about if you it. have your health, you're rich. She lived to be 104 years old. Mm-hmm. And I do think that if you have your health, you are rich. Yeah. Love yeah. that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Dr. Frank. Good, good, good Love stuff you, today. Yeah. So Thank grateful you. for that. And here's to having an amazing year with very minimal burnout and following all the steps that Frank, Dr. Frank put into Number place. One so our health. Our health. One I love that. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.